Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. I am John Wilson, and you can find me on Twitter, at least, uh, at John Reads Comics. And tomorrow, you'll definitely want to go over to at MakeOursMarvel or MakeOursMarvel.com. For my new podcast launching, yeah! Yay, that's yeah. tomorrow, guys. So you get a cliffhanger today, Thursday. Uh, today, we're talking about minute number 164 of Dawn of Justice, and the minute's going to start out uh, with, um, again, some more shots of the uh, empty buildings around um, what I assume is just Metropolis. Maybe not just Metropolis. Maybe it's Gotham as well. Nah, probably not. Maybe it's just Metropolis. The minute's going to end with a, a shot of Perry White um, in the uh, in the in the Kent family farm, they were probably having a field day over at Gotham. They were probably villains are probably out and about. They're probably like, "Yo, there's no Superman." No, I think there's. I think they say something about it in Suicide Squad, and it's like right after his death. So it's like more people are coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I mean. Like right the day like after. Batman. Right now? Batman is probably pulling double duty in Gotham right now. But here in Metropolis, it's like... He's at like, a funeral. He's at a funeral for a friend. I mean, he could be two places I've at read once. that book. <laughs> but so, but Metropolis, on the other hand, like, they, everyone's closed, everyone's home, like, take the day off, like, Superman is gone. I don't think they're really home. I think they're all in Heroes Park. We okay. do see a shot of that later. Yeah, they're, anyway, the, spoilers. they're doing the parade. Yeah, they're doing a the parade? Service. Maybe that's the wrong it's word for sure. it. <laughs> a, a funeral march, a procession. I don't know. Yeah. Parade yeah. seems like the wrong word for the exact same thing, but with a different mood. <laughs> yeah. What time does the parade start? 4.30. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll, we'll be there. Uh, so, so it occurred to me that like, this is Harry's sandwich. This is where Martha works, right? Does she work mm-hmm. in the city, but lives still on the farm? No, I think she still works at like a diner in just Smallville. I don't think this is the same diner. Well, she got was kidnapped. It? Yeah, she did. Where did she get kidnapped from? What was in that? Smallville. From Do you remember? Yeah, in Smallville. Was it in Smallville, though? The Harry Sandwich Shop? I don't know if this that's the same place. I think it's just a random place, right? I had never gone back to look, but I, I my inference was that the sandwich shop was at the same place as she was working earlier. It could be a different place. No, uh, yeah, I think I think these are all just random locations, and it's just showing that Metropolis is closed. Um, okay, so I, in that case, rewind the film just a little bit. Did they go all the way to Smallville to capture Martha? Yeah, we've been doing yeah. this already. They kept they go the travel yeah. time that they kidnap Lois. Lois Lane. Hold on, let me. Uh, I think there's a continuity error. It gets really, it gets, okay, there's a bit of a time crunch once the Capitol bombing happens because there's a lot of people in D.C. and then there's a lot of people in Metropolis uh, in which they are nowhere near each other. So, yeah, yeah, they capture, they capture Martha, they put her in a van, and then she ends up in Gotham's port. Um which at first you might go, hey, that seems like they teleported from Kansas to uh, New Jersey. But then again, 
how terrifying is human traffic trafficking in reality and then it doesn't seem so far-fetched because that is a, a, a terrifying reality you know so uh i don't okay. know KG, kgb's is really good at what he does and if he wants if he needs to bring someone to gotham uh yeah maybe he did that you know okay maybe maybe they flew at some point yeah i think that you got a helicopter or a small plane or something yeah I assume it was a helicopter. He has yeah, the resources. Yeah, he's got the resources. He can get people anywhere he needs them to be. So. He's a KG beast. He's on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, his whole his whole purpose is human trafficking. So, uh, yeah, he's got to be good at that. What were we just watching or talking about that um, Superman's friend, uh, Bibbo, is going to be in? The bartender. Did we ever, was that you and me talking about it or uh, maybe not? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I thought it was having to deal with something like in a next something. Oh, the death of Superman, the animated, the Bibbo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bibbo is yeah. gonna be in that big, big. Uh, and he's yeah, gonna have a bigger character. Yeah, and he's gonna have a, a, a subplot in the new animated feature. Yeah. Um, I'm actually really looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, so everyone's taking the day off. Daily Planet is. Abandoned it, yo. Everyone takes a day off. Uh, we lost uh, a staff member in the Battle of Gotham, or whatever people are calling it, the Death of Superman event. Um, and so, yeah, then we we cut to Smallville, Kansas, um, the Kent farm. And there are just and, so many uh, casseroles being put out there. Yeah, so many. Mark castles. said when we were watching, he's like, "Those look so cold." <laughs> yeah, it does. It looks. Hey, dude, at for a split second, I'm like, "Give me that baked ziti." I'm about to tear into it, and I then I realized like, that thing's been sitting out for hours. Yeah, I bet if you put a like, you try to put a spoon through it, like those rigatonis are hard, <laughs> hard, yeah. solid. All, all the sauce like, is crusted over on top. Yeah, and no uh, steam coming off of them. Like, I wonder if that was like. Should we have? St- should we actually cook these casseroles, or just you know what? Screw you know, but it, make it like a commercial. That's the problem when you live five acres away from each other. It just takes you know, a casserole just everybody, got Everybody, imagine everybody walking into the, to the Kent farm and like going to Martha and be like, "Hey, you need to put this in your oven." Yeah, hey, you need you to know, put this in your oven. Hey, do you have any more room in your oven? <laughs> people always ask that when they bring food dishes. Oh, yeah, can I put this casserole in your oven? Like, but then again, another thing I was thinking, I was like. The last thing I want to do while mourning someone is is eat. Like I'm not hungry. I'm dealing with Yo, loss here. Now this is I told you about this. This is thing. Now I there are um, Hebrew members in my family. I was gonna bring this up. Too. You were gonna bring this up too. Because we were talking about praise, and oh I was like, well, gosh. if Jewish people created Superman, then they would be having a Jewish parade. funerals. And I don't mean to be stepping on toes, but I feel like that I have some say in the matter you're like half jewish no it's a religion jewish funerals are some of the biggest parties that i have ever seen in my entire life and it's like i get it it's like okay we're not mourning their death we're celebrating their life i understand that but very little very little out of those funerals that i've been to have been about actually remembering the person that died. <laughs> mm-hmm. it was what was it it wasn't uh what was the name Grandpa Martin, or whatever the hell. I like, there yes. wasn't... Yeah, you got me, man. Rest in peace, Grandpa Martin. Rest in peace, whatever they called you, dude. Um, <laughs> you, had a nice, you had a nice house, beautiful house. 
Um, but man, off the chain. There was a fire spinner at one of those things. I'm not even joking. And we were in Boca and he was like, blah, 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 spinning fire. Like, man, man. So the last thing you want to do is eat a casserole? Nah. We need to go to a Jewish funeral. We'll try to find somewhere. We'll try to scrap around somebody that we know and be like, hey, is your grandpa dying? Anyway, we got to get in there. Man, some of the best food you'll ever have in your life. Yeah. No, we, we went the, uh, the, the, I guess, the Christian route of mourning people's death. And, it, and it's, it's this. Bring your casseroles and wear black. And uh, I don't know. Talk to the local pastor. But uh, that that seems to be the route we're taking it this way. I don't, uh, I can't really remember any Christian funerals that I've been to that actually had yeah, a, just... a spread of food. There was um, for my grandfather, it was just a viewing, and then this is exactly how it was when my sister passed away. Was it? There yeah. was like a part, not a party, but not there was a party. It was uh, like were there casseroles? That's what I'm going to ask. But this usually happens after the funeral. Yes, this seems to be taking place before the funeral. Oh yeah, it does. It's like everybody's meeting up here yeah. to walk out. No, this was after. Um, I we uh, I'm pretty sure this is Deborah Snyder right here. Uh, when we first see people adding more casserole to the table, yeah, she's bringing even more casserole, and she's got her hair tied up. I want to say it's Deborah Snyder because it really kind of looks like her. I could be wrong. I hope someone facts fact checks me i'm pretty sure someone was on the show saying that deborah snyder is in this at the end and that looks like her so i'm gonna say it's her um and of course we got jenny jerwich and perry white who are entering the house um and right away we see what is his name again is it pete pete yeah but what is his last name? Oh, geez. Not yet. I couldn't remember his last name. I, I, Pete I, I, Ross. Pete Ross. There you go. There you go. Pete Ross from Man of Steel. Back at it again. And also the the pastor, the priest, Father Leon mm-hmm. from Man of Steel as well. Although with a haircut. And uh, yeah, that is him. It, it, it took me uh, it took me quite a bit. A, a few times. Well, he, did, he, he, left his, uh, he left his Jesus stained glass behind at the church. So it was hard to recognize him. Yeah. Yeah. And the For, and the broom and the mop <laughs> and the mop <laughs> the mop and the radio. Oh, if he would have brought that, we would we would have been we. How could we have forgotten? But um, yeah, I'm I'm really glad that they that they brought him back. You know, they didn't have to do that. They could have gotten another uh, pastor or priest, and they could have just recast it. But no, it I want I bet you he went personally to Martha's place and said, "Look, this is. I knew your son." Oh and yeah, then, like like wink. I knew your yeah, son. Like, I knew him. Like I yeah. met him. Like of all the people that, yeah, yeah. Hey, he was a good Christian boy. He came to me in a time of need. Now I'm here for him. I'm glad that they brought him back. You know, they could have. You know, they could have brought anyone back. Oh, you know, Pete Ross, of course. Like he's from Smallville. Like sure, he's his best friend. But the fact that they just that Zach was like, yo, we gotta have this guy reprise his role as Father Leon, the priest that had this big kind of you know, you got to take a leap of faith. The trust part comes later. Mm -hmm. Like that was, that was a pivotal scene for Clark Kent in Man of Steel. So to bring the, and and Pete Ross plays some pretty important roles in, in Clark growing up as in, he was a total tool to him until he decided not to be anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently Lana Lang is in here. Uh, I don't know if it's this minute. Somewhere in the scene. Um, but it, it said that 
Yeah, somewhere in this. Uh, yeah, I remember that. There's a. About there's. Him. I think there's actually a, a focus shot of her. Maybe it's actually when the funeral's happening, or like the the. I don't know what that part of the funeral is called. The but they like lower him. The burial. The burial part. Um, but yeah, that that um, I, I'm pretty sure she's featured there. Um, I don't think Deborah Snyder is Lana Lang, but um, but yeah, we. Um, and, you know, this is the first time Perry White, you know, has to come visit Smallville, Kansas. You know, that, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess so. That your boss has to, like, take this long venture out. Um, I'm still one to believe that Perry knew. Yeah, do you, John, do you think, uh, you think Perry White knows Clark Kent and Superman? Or just in thing? your Superman knowledge. Just Okay, so in, in, no. in the comics, no, in, in the comics, not, no. Not this movie. Knows. But in, in, this, in this film, yes. Um... I, I think that he does. I think that um, if he didn't necessarily at the beginning of the story, he does by the end. Um, whenever, whenever Lois says that she needs a chopper on the top of the roof, I forget the exact phrasing, but there's the way that back and forth happens. Um, there's an understanding mm-hmm. that is happening there. Uh, and it's, it's subtle. And you could take it both ways, but I think that Perry knows what's going on by the end of the story. Yeah. Yeah, because she said it's not for a story, and then he's just like, all yeah, right. all right. Yeah, and you can almost, like, yeah. it's on the roof. You can almost I mean, read that into mm-hmm. yesterday's minute whenever he's looking at the newspaper. We were talking about the exposition that you get from that moment. It's almost more that it's just like then Perry and the Daily Planet are recognizing Superman's death, and you open it up and one of our own has died, Clark Kent. You could you could yeah. just you could kind of read that into the that those are being joined together for Perry. Yeah, I think he. I I definitely think like this movie hadn't even come out yet, and even in Man of Steel, I felt like when they were hiring him at the Daily Planet, and he shows up at that end of the scene. And he's like introducing him to Lois Lane, and he's like, "Hey, this is Clark Kent." And it's like, I always felt like he knew they were just like, "Yo, you saved us from being destroyed," mm-hmm. you know. And I always felt like they all knew, and so they were going to help keep his secret. Well, if that's secret, the case, you know? like, yeah, then we've answered our question about how Clark Kent comes back. That it's okay that that for Perry just like, and for Lois, I mean Clark Kent is just a Clark Kent is just a ruse. So yeah, he's back. He's here. Now we'd have to figure out how to what to say to all the other people who work there. They, but they, yeah, you stuck under rubble. We just gotta <laughs> mess with your W two so you can get your tax returns. Uh, but we'll help you with that. Like maybe that would be how much time passes between rubble. this movie and, and Justice League. Or how much time passes during the beginning of Justice League that, until Superman comes back? The, I'm just, it's it's not necessarily, it's kind of a rhetorical question. It's like, and how much time becomes too much time before that becomes completely implausible? Like six months is way too far to be stuck under rubble. But is three weeks? Is three yeah. weeks too far to be stuck under <laughs> rubble? I, I, I don't know. Three weeks? I, I thought, I is thought it really it that far? Years. No, because from 
from the end of this to the beginning of Suicide Squad, I feel like is what maybe six months or something. Oh, they like do that? say six Someone months, says there, it. don't they? It's I not, almost forget about Suicide Squad. Yeah, I, 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 six months sounds right, but that just may be me in my head. Um, I remember Amanda Waller saying there was like you know enough time has gone for people to realize. Oh well, there's no Superman. Oh well, I'm just gonna put on a cape and mask and go around in or the city. Or pigtails. Or pigtail, yeah, <laughs> and a baseball bat. Um, I'm trying to do some diligent work here. One thing I did want to point out in this minute, though, it is. The score is beautiful. It's bringing a tear to my eye. Um, it really, it's. It, I hear the Man of Steel cues. Yeah, right, as you're going down towards the house, Zimmer that we got in the. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's it's really, it's bringing it up. There's a little bit of a crescendo, like very very slightly, and it's just like the single tones. I also hear a lot of like Alex North influence, in my opinion. It sounds like 2001. Um, you know, they, they threw it also, I think Nolan also threw it in, um, some of his, uh, interstellar as well, but there, it makes it sound like space, but also ominous and also like a quiet, mournful kind of, uh, settling down kind of style of, uh, of, of music. And it's just, it's beautiful. There's just like the one single tones that are just hitting as Perry's walking through the house. It's just, it's beautiful, man. Mark, have you, uh, have you found anything? I was trying to vamp a little bit. <sighs> no, I don't. Nothing. It's because okay, so fall of 2015 was when he died, but it doesn't say anything about Justice League. But if it's been if six it's months for Suicide Squad, Suicide then that's Squad. that's way too long to be stuck on a rebel. Um, you know, yeah, you know what? He he was stuck under rubble. And then um, we took him into government protection because something, something, um, aliens. Yeah, <laughs> all right. No, they really would have to explain like where he's been. Um, if we're going to have any more Superman living on the Earth doing a personal non-Superman life, we're going to have to have some sort of explanation. I think there was a trailer where they talked about how long it's been since the Superman has died. The trailer for Suicide Squad? No, it's, I for, thought it was in the beginning. No, I thought for Justice League. It was oh. like one of the first trailers to come out and they talked about and it was like some woman narrating. It was like a news report. Um I don't know, she just said that the you know, people are still in mourning after the death of Superman. Uh it's probably been a while. It's like six months. Six, six months to a year. I would say six months. He's, yeah, yeah. Clark Kent's dead. You know, he's under rubble. That's not really, yeah, it's really weird. Um, Unless they're going to do this thing where he comes back and he's all Silver Age Boy Scout Superman. And it's like, how do you explain that? Oh, he's just going by another name. Had a whole family. Had a kid living on a farm, doing good deeds at super speed. So no one found out. Hmm. <laughs> no, nah, I'll pass. Yeah. Um. Ooh, that was a kind of a quick one. Yeah, they're they're, they're basically yeah. two shots okay. in this. There's the there's the newspaper and no 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 not the newspaper. That was the last one. There's there's the 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 city with yeah. the restaurant and everything, and then there's the house. Oh, I mean, we kind of uh, before we end the episode, I mean, we we do kind of have to talk about uh, 
this Daily Planet article. Yeah, you got what do you got on that one? Um, well, it's supposed to the newspaper we saw earlier, Superman Dead. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to reflect this one. It says Kennedy dead because that's what we were talking about yesterday was that the death of Superman is has that amount of weight that the assassination of JFK had and the amount of weight that 9-11 had on us. And so this is a more on-the-nose like comparison between the two. Um, so... You know, we can't just like not talk about it. But yeah, like this is this is where we're supposed to remember how we felt back then and transfer that into this moment here. Like this is how we should be feeling right now. And this is how they are feeling inside this universe. So it's not that he just died and like the world is like, okay, well, he died. It's like, yo, you have to understand that Superman the guy who came to this planet and showed us that we are, it just, it just rocked our world. Like we changed everything about the way we think about a life and, um, and then he died. And then, Mm -hmm. and so like, you know, just one of those, just the amount of gravity that it had back then. I feel that's how we're feeling now, but I feel that using Kennedy is safer than using nine 11, even though it's supposed to be kind of a similar level of impact because, we have time and distance from Kennedy and honestly, a lot of, a lot of your prime age adults were not alive for Kennedy. Whereas nine 11 is still very much in our minds. And when people are still every September 11th calling for national morning, when I kind of, I mean, I didn't live mm-hmm. in New York, so I don't want to sound callous, but for me personally, I've moved on. Um, but it's, it's, it's a huge, a huge moment. And, you know, we got to remember, and I don't, I don't know how y'all's conversation went towards the beginning of the film. We got to remember that until Luthor's plan started falling into motion and he started casting doubt on Superman at the beginning of this film, you know, however many weeks ago it was in history before that started happening, the nation loved Superman. Like Superman was, saving the day and he was the beloved hero and he was everyone looked up to him and then you know you have africa and nairobi and all the events around that are starting to cast doubt on superman and the conversation has changed but before that he was superman and now he's dead Mm -hmm. i mean they made a statue for him they you know there was a that scene with Wallace where he's making the candles and like you see all the newspaper clippings that are just in love with Superman. Like he is the first superhero, like he's, he's saving this planet. And so people are just, yeah. So accepting of him. Um, and he saves us from the, the black zero event, which was like this universe's nine 11. Yeah. That's like, what I was going to say. Like you can't, like you could probably have a nine eleven, uh, you know, newspaper clipping up here, but at the same time, it's like you're getting hit with it double because of the beginning of this movie was so still nine eleven heavy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like what what else is worthy to like hang on the same wall as the Kennedy assassination newspaper clipping? The only one that has as much gravitas, I guess, would be a Superman dead. Yeah. One. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. 
I mean, that's that's all I have yeah. for this one. Um, yeah. Cool. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minutes and the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society on Facebook. You can join us, other listeners, and other guests that have been on the show to talk about the minutes at hand or any minutes that you're catching up on because um, we also did uh, Man of Steel entirely minute by minute, so you can check out those episodes as well. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys tomorrow for Friday's episode of Minute 165 of Dawn of Justice.